I'm just going to tell y'all. I'm just going to throw it out there. Y'all remember the last time. Y'all remember the last time the Ravens played the Dolphins and what that started. I'm just saying. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, they mean always, you mean always, she means always, an instant classic. Danny Doug! Hi, We will see you on the flippity-dippity. Oh, yeah. All right, what is going on, good people? Back at it once again, DJ here. Nobody else here for the for the Ravens preview, of course. But nonetheless, DJ here um, from the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an Instant Classic that occasionally talks football. Well, I should probably say occasionally talks wrestling at this point. But anyway, um, nonetheless, uh, just in case you know you're just joining us for the first time, this is a Ravens preview. I'm the resident Ravens fan here. We got a Ravens fan, Browns fan, Chiefs fan, Colts fan. So we 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 ain't even like in the same division. We just made our own division, and we just you know we picked outside of division, and then we went around the division, um, and then we ring around the Rosie the division. Um, then we flipped the division upside down. You know, we did all that. We did all that. But if you ain't never watched before, you probably don't even understand that joke. Nonetheless, the Ravens go up against the Dolphins. Uh, this week. Last time they played the Dolphins was the uh, victory they had against the Dolphins in 2019, which uh, started the MVP season of Lamar Jackson and a, what, 14-2 and season, I think it was. They won those first two games, lost the next two games, and then reeled off, what, 12 straight, I think it was. Um, but, was it 12? 12 straight? 10 straight? I can't remember. Anyway, Ravens Dolphins again, another one in Miami. I don't know. The Dolphins don't ever come to Baltimore. They don't never come to Baltimore. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about it. They don't never come to Baltimore. But you know, uh, nonetheless, should should be an interesting game coming up uh, on Thursday night, which is why I'm trying to push this one out uh, a, little, a little early on Wednesday. But um, coming into to this game, I think the first thing that comes to mind is that you must listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, uh, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. No, that was a joke. Anyway, but you can. You can listen to us on those platforms. You can watch us on Facebook and YouTube, just so you know. But I think the first thing that really comes to mind, though, for real, um, is offensively. Can the offense get going a little bit faster? Uh, I would love to see the Ravens implement some drive starters. We've talked about this with the defense all year. Put the defense in positions to where they can play to their strengths, right? Marcus Peters isn't there, so you don't have this gambler corner out there that can that can guess and that can keep people in check, that can shut people down. You, you don't have that. You kind of have – like Anthony Everett has shown flashes um, this season. Marlon Humphrey's been okay this season, but like not having Marcus Peters and then not having Deshaun Elliott this week as well and for the rest of the season, it's going to change some things. So – can, I want to see, first off, defensively, can Wink put the Ravens in the proper positions to do what they need to do? Can he continue that? And, you know, last week they did a pretty okay job of not giving up big plays. Uh, the tackling was a little bit better and has been better for, like, practically the last two weeks. Um, not last two weeks, so they were on by before. But the, last week at least, you know, coming off the Bengals game where the tackling was horrible. But somehow I skipped to the defensive end. Back to the offensive end, I want the I want Greg Roman to do the same thing, right? Put your guys in position in positions to win. Easy for me to say. Like, understand that you are missing your top three running backs, and that's okay. 
right? You still got a top rushing offense in the league somehow, you know, missing your top three running backs, right? We got, I mean, I don't know when Latavius Murray's coming back, but he even he's been injured uh, this season, right? You got offensive line issues. You got offensive line injuries. You've had wide receiver, you know, injuries as well with Sammy Watkins being out for the last couple of weeks. He's supposed to, uh, I know he got brought back into the fold this week. So I don't know if he'll start this week. It'd be in a short week and, uh, or, or if he'll come in and, you know, have a big role this week, considering it, it was a short week. I think he's been huge to this offense come in, you know, just, just in general. Like I, I think, and I talked about it before a couple of weeks ago, I feel like Sammy Watkins gave the Ravens a taste of what a number one receiver, uh, you know, should be, you know, it kind of gave, he gave the Ravens another reason why people should be like, okay, we got to focus on, you know, Sammy Watkins is, is still a good receiver, right? I mean, if you don't want to respect him with your first, second, your first or second corner, cause you got Hollywood and Mark Andrews out there, then he's going to burn your third corner. He's darn sure good enough to burn your third corner. And that's, what's been huge for him. And I think that kind of comes back to the depth that the Ravens have established throughout the offseason with the wide receiver position, right? Because, I mean, when you think about it, you know, last year it was like Hollywood and Mark Andrews, and that was about it, right? Like DuVernay had some some decent games in there. Prochet had a couple of catches literally last year. But this year it's been the depth, right? It's been the depth at the wide receiver position. It's been the fact that Sammy Watkins has shown great flashes uh, in this offense, great yak ability, almost like inspired the rest of the team because last year the Ravens were a team that were last in yak yards and they were first in drops. And I know they were first in drops uh, when it came earlier in the, earlier in the season. I can't remember after what game they, they said, I think it was the lions game. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I think they were, they, they said that the Ravens were top of the league when it came to drop. So they dropped the most passes uh, is what that mean. I may be, I may have that opposite in terms of top and bottom, but nonetheless, like, my thing is, Sammy Watkins has been a huge addition, right? Rashad Bateman, and I, we felt like he would be, right? Rashad Bateman has been a chain mover, which is exactly what the Ravens have needed. Speaking of things that the Ravens are going to have to work on, third down percentage, right? Third down percentage, and I think it has something to do, and I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm guessing at this point, I don't know the official stat or anything, or or I don't even know the percentages, but you know, just watching, you know, from the eye test, uh, shout out to regular Ravens fans, just trusting my eyes from what I see, third down percentage is terrible, right? And I think they've talked about it just in, in the games in general, but the third down percentage is terrible. And I think that has a lot to do with the Ravens are backed up on third down, which they're not used to being. They're not used to having to attack from third and long, you know, third and 10, third and 15, you know, and farther than that. Like they're not used to having to attack that way. But at the same time, the Ravens, I feel like, have changed their approach on how they attack third and long, though, which I think is good because I think it'll pay dividends, right? I talked about it in, in past videos in past years, even last year. I was talking about how the Ravens have to learn how to win close games because they weren't used to being in close games last year. So they did that, and this year we're, we're seeing them come back and win games because if you're not used to being down, you don't know how to respond to that. You can't run the same offense you run when you're up as opposed to when you're down, right? You, you just it, it just doesn't make sense, right? So in the same way, the Ravens are having to learn how to how to execute these third and long situations, uh, and I think that's why the offense is starting so slow. I would love to see, kind of back to my initial point that I never made, uh, but I would love to see the Ravens come out and 
has some drive starter type plays. I talked about it in the recap. I talked about it in uh, the picks last night on the Baltimore Colts show, uh, which you can, we can go watch and check out what we thought about the, the rest of the league coming into this week. Like for me, they got to have some drive starters. You know, they got to have run some screens, right? It's okay to run more than the one screen a month that, that the Ravens fan, fans have joked for so long that's been like the quota because it feels like it, right? They ran a – I want to say it was a third and long, and they ran a screen with Hollywood. It was either last week – I think it was uh, last week, uh, which was a really big play. They ran a play – who was it? I know they they hit that little check down to Patrick Ricard, which I'm not saying that um, – and he, he was like just short or whatever. But, you know, even that, like a check down with room to run is still a good play, right? I'm not mad about a check down with room to run. Uh, so I, I think like if they could get some plays like that, you know, run some run some screen plays with the running backs, right? Let, let them get involved in the passing game a little bit more and see what you can do there. And the reason that I say that is if you're not going to have success running the ball, you don't have to give up on running the ball. But also you can establish the offense in – several different ways if you can move the chains a couple times and that's the thing that's what we're seeing in the second half we're finally seeing the ravens move the chains by hook or by crook by any means necessary right if it's lamar running on a scramble play it's lamar running on a scramble play if it's a big run on second down it's a big run on second down if it's a big play down the field it's a big play down the field if it's one of those comeback routes by uh, Hollywood, where he runs backwards and runs forwards, that's what it is, right? If it's a big play to Sammy Watkins, if it's a big play to Rashad Bateman, you know, that's what they're doing, right? And and I think use what they're doing in the second half as a catalyst to boost yourself in the first half. Because for me, when I watch the Ravens play, they're starting slow because they're getting behind, right? And we talk about getting behind on the scoreboard, not even in that regard, right? They're getting behind on the sixth. Penalties is another one where I haven't seen as many illegal formations this year. I still think there's been a a good bit of them, but I haven't seen as many illegal formations this year. But at the same time, the Ravens have been doing a better job uh, when it when it comes. It feels like when it comes to penalties, but like they still have those costly penalties. Right. They have the costly hold, the costly false start. Um, Because I think was it the Bengals game when they had they they were moving down the field? I think it was They they were down. It was still a game at the at the point, and they had an opportunity to move the ball down the field, and they freaking sat there and got like two false starts, I think it was, uh, and backed themselves up into a horrible situation on, I want to say it was fourth down, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, the Ravens just got to continue to to put themselves ahead. You know, don't be like – this has been the year for, for the Ravens' offense especially of taking chances, Right. They've been throwing the ball down the field more than anybody in the league, number one, but also at the same time, and they have been successful with it, but they've been throwing the ball down the field just in general more than they have in, in years prior, which is good, right? Take some chances. We, I mean, Ravens fans have, have talked about this too with a blue in the face, right? Like, take some chances with some jump balls. Take some chances with some seam routes. Take some chances with some back shoulder throws. It's okay to take some chances on some things you maybe haven't executed in the game before if you need to do those things. Uh, and, and we've seen kind of this offense mature right before our eyes. But I think some of the, the reason why the offense looks so much better is because of the injuries. Like the J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill injuries were unfortunate. But I think, you know, I heard Engraven talking about this earlier uh, on, on his preview or, or even I think it was actually on a question from subscribers type video. But 
I heard him talking about this and he was like, you know, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. I, you know, I feel like it's a blessing in disguise. He was kind of like, you know, that's, that's probably why, you know, the injuries are probably the reason why there's so many different plays. There's different wrinkles into the offense that weren't there before because they've been forced into this position. Now, will that stay for the long term? I don't know. I hope so, because I think a good balance next year would be amazing, right? If if they can move the football down the field like they have as far as passing, you know, passing the ball, but also have a pretty lethal run run game, it's, I mean, it, it could be huge next year. Now, back to this one in particular, offensively against this Dolphins defense who can be a little stingy sometimes um, and who can, you know, who, who try to turn people over, haven't been turning people over as much as much as they have, I think you need to use this as a game to really execute, right? Like I want to see a game from the Ravens, kind of like the Chargers game, where from start to finish you execute. I want to see a game that's like clean, right? I want to see a clean game. No, yeah, I mean, I can't say no penalties. That's kind of a tough one to, to, to pick up. But minimal penalties, let's say no turnovers, right? And the defense plays well. Uh, but like offensively, just get try to get yourself going earlier this game. Figure out what it is that's slowing you down, whether it's penalties, whether it's you're not running enough drive starters, whether you're leaning too much on the run, whether you're leaning too much on the pass initially. Who knows, right? Take some time to figure out, okay, this is what we can do to get this offense going like that, you know? like Because obviously in the second half, they're flipping some sort of switch, right? In the second half, of, of last week's game, in the fourth quarter of the Colts game, in the second half of the Chiefs game, you're flipping some switch. So figure out what that switch is and flip that switch at the beginning of the game, right? And and let's see how, how good this offense can be. Because we talked about it before. The injuries are have been ridiculous, like we talked about before. Deshaun Elliott uh, missing from the defensive end now uh, because of the torn bicep and torn pack. And it... The injuries suck, but the injuries are a part of the game. And how do you respond to it? And, you know, no offense to anybody else on the team, right? Because <laughs> obviously there's talent on this team. Like like from a Ravens fan perspective, there's talent on this team. They may not be up to the talent level of some of these other teams, or they may not have, have had the opportunities to prove that, but there's talent on this team. The difference between this season and like going back to like the 2015 season, which was just a horrible season where even Joe got hurt, is the is you still got your key guy there, right? I think if Lamar Jackson's in the game, he's dynamic enough to make to make every play in the book, right? So as long as you keep him upright, I think the Ravens will be fine and I think they'll get better and I think they'll start to mesh because there's new pieces, right? We talked about it before. There's new pieces. Like it's hard to run this read option scheme when you got guys who aren't used to running this read option scheme, right? That's why they've had to change some of the run game too. Like that's why you may not see as much read option in the scheme because it's like there's literally guys they picked up off the street that hadn't ran read option schemes at all, right? Like where was Lev Bell going to run, you know, read option? Where's Devontae Freeman going to run read option, right? Now maybe a little with Daniel Jones last year or whatever, but still like, you know, like, and that's maybe why they lean on him so much. Like Tyson Williams has been in the offense, but obviously they don't want to. They don't want to use him. So my thing is get your offense going early, right? It took me 15 minutes and 45 seconds to say this. Get your offense going early, right? Like that's the big thing. Like get your offense going early. Now, when it comes to the defensive end, we talked about it. 
Deshaun Elliott out for the year. This is Brandon Stevens' time to shine. Uh, they could sign somebody else. They haven't thus far. Um, and even if they did coming into this game, it's it's going to be Brandon Stevens' time to shine. They may throw Jimmy Smith in there a little bit too uh, for maybe more coverage out there. But for me, defensively, it's just once again, and I'll say it until they until they do it. Stop the big plays, right? Make them earn every play, right? I don't like sitting back and letting them catch the ball and, and, you know, hoping to run up and tackle them. I'd rather you be in their face. But at the same time, like, don't let don't let playing press coverage, don't let being in the receiver's face and jamming them at the line and all this get you beat, right? Don't let it get you beat. Limit the big plays, right? Two has got big playability, I think. I don't, is Devontae Parker still healthy? I think he is, right? He's got big playability. Don't they got they got Will Fuller too? I think if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember where Will Fuller is, but like, I mean, there's some talent on on the Dolphins team, right? Like, like there, there's talent on the Dolphins team, and and it's like they can make big plays, and they have kind of their, uh, you know, they have their moments, right? They have their moments where where they'll they'll make some big plays here and there. But it's like at the same time, like don't let them make these big plays. Miles Gat, you know, Miles Gaskin is one of them who's who's gonna make make big plays. That's right. Devontae Parker's on IR. I, I thought I saw that. Yeah, they they lost a lot of their talent this year. They lost Alan Hearns and Devontae Parker this year. That's crazy. Uh, but like, still, you know, they're gonna find ways to make plays. Can you can you make sure you don't let those plays turn into 20, 30, 40 yard games? I ain't gonna be mad if the Dolphins score. And it took them 10, 12, 15 plays to do it, right? I'm hoping to see, and you know, given this offensive line situation in Miami, but I'm hoping to see a little bit more of a pass rush this, this week, you know, just given the offensive line situation with them and everything like that. Let's see a couple more sacks this week. You know, let's see Adape Owe get back in, you know, into the groove of things, you know, get back into the groove of things. Let's see that, right? That's what I'm hoping for, you know. But I think this defense will be able to tee off against against the uh, Dolphins offense. I have not been good at picking blowouts this year. I am going to say that the Ravens are going to win this game handily because they should, right? They should take care of business. It's a business trip, right? You know, this is the suit and tie, you know, on the road business trip, right? This is this the business meeting, right? Like go in there, take care of business, do what you got to do uh, and continue to be at the top of the AFC slash top of the, uh, top of the uh, AFC North, you know, um, and continue to do what you do, you know? And I, and I think like this could be a perfect game to find yourself, but they're one game behind the, the Titans in the AFC. Cause the Titans of course haven't had their bye week um, So, so yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're one game behind the Titans when it comes to, cause it's, it's Titans, Ravens, Chargers, Bills, Raiders, which I'm hoping somebody drops an unusual game this, this week. Uh, that would be nice. I, I I know that the Titans matchup is not the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I hope the Browns lose this week too. That would be nice to, to to sneak a Browns loss in there, possibly get some AFC North teams losing this week. I mean, but when I, you know, real quick, when I look at the schedule, you know, the Bills are going up against the Jets. Do you really think the Bills are losing against the Jets? They could, but will they? Probably not. Um, right, going to the rest of the the AFC. The Saints and the Titans, that's a tough game, but do you trust Trevor Simeon that much? I know I picked them in the picks, but, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm trying to come back at the same time. I'm three games back here. Like, do you go with that, you know? Do you, do you, do you think that the Saints – like, this could be a, a tough week for AFC teams losing, right? 
the the Jaguars and the Colts, which the Colts are pretty far down at, at this particular point in time. So, um, you know, I don't think the Ravens are worried about them in terms of number one seed and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the Titans, they got a tough one, but at the same time, you, you never really know. The Patriots-Browns game could be a toss-up. It could be, right? Are the Patriots good? Are the Patriots not? We don't know. Right. We we don't we don't really know. We think the Browns are good, but they've had some some games where that, you know, they didn't really show up as well as they should have either. Right. But at the same time, you know, they've won some games that they needed to win last week. They needed to win the game they played against the Broncos uh, with it looked like no starter in sight. They needed to win. Right. And they, they figured out a way to win that game. So, you know, they could be in worse position than what they are. Uh, Chargers and the Vikings, that's a tough game for the Chargers. Will the Chargers win? I don't, I don't know. You know, this that's one of those games the Vikings will win, though, right? They'll, they'll come out guns blazing and win that game. Uh, but, you know, it's just, you know, the AFC is literally a toss-up right now. Nobody's really been that consistent. Um, I think everybody, I feel like every good team in the league this year has taken a tough loss, um, maybe with the exception of the Cardinals, right? But the way the league is going this year, it feels like every good team is taking a tough loss. The The Buccaneers took one to the Saints. Of course, the Ravens took one to the Bengals. You can say the Bills took one. I mean, the Bills took one to the Steelers and the um, and the Jets. But because I don't even really like – even with the Ravens, I'm not even counting that week one game against the, the Raiders just because – I mean, and I guess that means I can't really count the Steelers against the, against the Bills either. But still, right, you know, like who knows? You know, it's it's any given Sunday. It's one of those type of type of things. But I, I think the Ravens should should win this game. They should take care of business on Thursday night uh, and ease my weekend and in, uh, in, into into effect. E- ease me into a good weekend. Um, should be fun. It's funny. It's my dad's team, so uh, I always pick with him every time uh, the Ravens play the the Dolphins. Because I I remember, and I can't remember like like I think it was. Not 2019, but I think it was 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Ravens had to play the Dolphins. Or, like, the Ravens could have played the Dolphins in the playoffs if the Dolphins made it. And I think the Ravens made it, but the Dolphins didn't. Something like that. They were, like, battling for that last spot. But uh, always always fun when the Ravens play the Dolphins. Should be a uh, a fun one, no matter what. Um, I'm excited for the, for the, for the week. Uh, also, uh, for, for wrestling, wrestling people, Full Gears this week. If, if you're a wrestling fan, AEW Full Gear. Uh, should should be a good a good show. I'm gonna try to watch it uh, if I can get my girlfriend to let me. I'm gonna try to watch it. Uh, um, it's gonna sneak in onto the TV and just like kind of glance at it every once in a while. Um, so it should be fun. I mean, because the last pay per view they had had a lot of surprises, a lot of fun stuff. Um, so that should be fun. Hopefully, we'll get a preview out for that um, for you guys, for our wrestling fans. Hopefully, we'll get a preview out for that. Maybe during halftime of the game tomorrow. I really don't. And I don't know, we may may have to do, you know, something after the game. I don't know. It just depends. Um, I don't want to stay up too late tomorrow night. But at the same time, uh, you know, that uh, tomorrow will be the perfect time to get a full gear preview out uh, for you guys, too. So be on the lookout for that. Um, going to try to incorporate some sort of weekly wrestling video into this thing. Um, definitely. But as always, hope you guys enjoyed the video, like always. Um you can listen to us, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, you can uh, watch us, Facebook, YouTube, whichever one you prefer. Um, hopefully, y'all, you guys will be watching the game tomorrow. I don't know what NBA team plays tomorrow. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what kind of competition Thursday night football got. <laughs> you know, kind of competition Thursday night football got got tomorrow. I know um, what Impact comes on tomorrow, uh, which I haven't watched in a while, but it's been looked like it's been pretty good. Uh, I don't. I'm wondering what what NBA games as I'm stalling at this point. Uh, I don't know if I'm like just stalling to make this video uh, longer or what I'm doing. But anyway, uh, I don't I don't know who plays NBA wise uh, tomorrow. So. You know who, who knows? Oh, Philly, Philly plays tomorrow too. Like they're just gonna, they're just gonna put like all, all my teams on tomorrow. Like every, everything I want to watch is gonna be. I'm had like the three screens. Uh, you know, I'm had the three screens of you know. But, <laughs> but anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Uh, as always, we'll see you guys on whatever that next video may be. Um, until next time, AW Full Gear Preview coming soon. So stay tuned, wrestling fans. Uh, as terms in terms of. Football videos, if you haven't watched the weekly picks, go back and watch it. Should be the uh, the video or audio before this one. And also, Ravens recap coming soon. Hopefully we can get a Browns breakdown from, from Adam after they lose to the uh, – I don't even remember who they're playing anymore, but they're going to lose regardless of who it is. The Patriots. You know, after they lose to the Patriots, we'll get a Browns breakdown. After the Colts lose to the Jaguars, we'll get a Colts collapse. And then the Chiefs. Collateral. I don't know. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. As always, we'll see you guys on the next one. Until.